0: today's program. Today is actually a very, very auspicious day. Every day is auspicious for those who of us who are connected to the Lord. Every one of us is connected. We're all children of Krishna. Krishna describes that in the Bhagavad Gita. I'm the seed-giving father of all living entities. So we're all connected to Krishna as children. And then Krishna also says in chapter five, suridam sarva bhutana, meaning that we're all, yeah, it's a little too tight. Uh, the other way okay just, just a little bit okay. that's good yeah that's good thank you so we're all connected to Krishna but there are certain days which actually give us uh, many more blessings far more blessings and this weekend is one such weekend on Friday we celebrated the holy appearance day of Lord Sri Krishna aki Jai that was Krishna Janamastami and then, yesterday we celebrated the holy appearance of Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada ki jaya. And today we are celebrating that, the combine of both of them, the combination of both of them. And particularly with one, uh, particular aspect in mind, and that is, that on the 3rd of September we will be celebrating, which is a Saturday also, after, it's a Saturday after this coming Saturday, so it's two Saturdays away from now. We will be celebrating the holy appearance of Shrimati Radharani. Jai, Shrimati Radharani ki jai. It also happens to be the day on which we will be celebrating the 50th anniversary of the installation of Shishi Radha Kalachanji. Jai, Shishi Radha Kalachanji ki jai. So religious movements are studied in 50-year cycles because religious movements last very, very long periods of time, thousands and thousands of years. This is the power of attaching to God. Whenever anybody attaches to God, it makes their program much bigger and much longer. It lasts a lot longer. And it's much more powerful like that. So... uh because these movements last such a long period of time they are studied in 50 year cycles every 50 years like one birthday for them just like we celebrate our birthday after 12 months right so we say it's our first birthday then after 12 more months it's a second birthday so like that for religious movements every 50 years is their birthday so this is our first birthday 19 19- Uh, 2022 starting in 1972 when the deities were installed till now becomes the 50 years for us our first birthday so we're just about to celebrate our first birthday now what is the importance of this birthday the importance is that those movements that show that in their first 50 years they achieved amazing results those movements will last way longer than all the other movements So everything is judged by the result. What is the result? And if the result is big, that means the program is big. Like that. So if we look at what the Hare Krishna movement, ISKCON, the International Society for Krishna Consciousness, has done in the first 50 years, and you look at all the other movements on the planet today, there are many movements on the planet today, and you go back to their first 50 years, and add up all the things that they did, add up what each of those movements did, hundreds of movements, add, add up all of what they did, and then multiply that figure by a hundred, it still does not equal what the Hare Krishna movement did in its first 50 years. This is how much achievement has happened in the first 50 years. And Now, we don't expect babies to do very well in the first year, right? Imagine you want your baby to be a a brain surgeon you decide okay when my baby grows up i'd like my baby to be a brain surgeon in some cultures they do that i know in africa there's some cultures where before before the baby is born the mother says this baby is going to be a lawyer this baby is going to be like that they talk like that they don't talk about whether it's going to be a male baby or female baby you know, anything like that. What my baby will do. Like that. Even in India sometimes we see that people's last name is based on their occupation. Right? We say like Chasmawala, Lakadiwala, wala, Right? We have names like that based on occupation. So this occupation is very important. What are you going to do? Based on what you're going to do, the family will become peaceful and happy, like that. So, for our temple also, we have to look at what we did in the first 50 years of this temple. And we've done a lot. You might have seen on the day of Janmasmi, for those of you who came, that there were tents that were set in 10-year cycles, 1972 to 1982, the 1982 to 1992, like that five of them were there until 2022. And they're recounting what had happened, some of the things that had happened, of course you can't say everything that happened, because a lot has happened. A lot has happened. But in comparison to what happened in those 50 years, the next 50 years is going to be way, way bigger. Way, way more amazing. It's going to be far more amazing. And we can see the first signs already. Some of you have been in this temple for long periods of time. You know, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, like that. And everyone I've asked in that group told me that when Janmasthami was organized this year, it was the very best organization we've had for Janmasthami. Many devotees came together and did amazing things like these decorations. You can see it's just an example It's just a small example. The deities looked so beautiful on that day. The people who came, they were very happy. You know, one of the signs of a happy person is that they eat a lot. When they're happy, they eat a lot. (laughs) That day, we made a record amount of food and we ran out. In fact, we ran out to the extent that our go-down had been cleaned of the items we needed to cook. We didn't even have, we carry stock for like a month like that. We carry stock ahead. Because you know, as you know right now, due to the pandemic, things are a lot a little harder to get, right? Supplies are not always available. So when they're available, you sort of buy it and keep it in your storeroom, especially a temple like this, because you've got so much that we go through. And they ran out of quinoa, they ran out of some of the items. They didn't have enough items. At 12.30 in the morning, my wife, was one of the cooks here, got a call. We ran out of quinoa. Can you please make some more quinoa? But there's nothing left in the go-down. You know? People were so happy. So many people came and they ate so much. They were so happy. These are all signs. These are all signs that the future will be great. Amazing things are going to happen. I know so many devotees right now, they're thinking of things, big, big things. As one devotee is thinking, I will get 20,000 acres of land, and I will do this, and I will do that, and I will build heaven on earth, and I'll do this, that, and the other. I mean, it sounds crazy, right? Sounds crazy. But you know, it starts with a thought, right? Bhagavad Gita. The Srimad Bhagavatam, the scriptures say, everything starts with a thought. Then from the thinking, it translates to the feeling. Oh, I, I think I'd love to do something like a Feeling arises inside of you. I'd like to do this. Not just a thought now. It's a repeated feeling in your heart. I should do this. I'd love to do this. And then the will arises. Ah, I will do this. I will find a way to do this. And then the action follows. Then the action follows. So when I hear devotees talking big, and we're in Texas, we should always remember. We're in Texas. Texas, we don't think small. Everything is big. They say Texas size, like that. I mean, we be big. So when devotees are thinking big, and these are not devotees, I have asked them to think big, as the Tamil president, uh, they're on their own saying, I'd like to do this, I'd like to do that. Uh, just four days ago another devotee called me. He says, I've already got 254 acres of land and I want to build the biggest temple. And not only just the biggest temple of Hare Krishna, it'll be a nice Jain temple there. There'll be a nice, uh, uh, what other temple did he say? There's one other temple that he was talking about, uh, that'll be there. So, like that, he's thinking of a number of temples, you know. Building some temples, and in the center, we have an Iskon temple. Like the mother temple, and these are the temples around, you know, like that, something like that. Anyway, and he loves uh, uh, Chhatrapati Shivaji, so he wants a big statue of Chhatrapati Shivaji. For those of you who don't know, Chhatrapati Shivaji was a great devotee of Krishna. Very, very intelligent devotee of Krishna. He was a Chatriya, but a great devotee of Krishna. And he made a big difference in India with the land of India. And by the way, just uh maybe about four days ago, five days ago, uh the devotees in India had a big program and they invited the prime minister to speak. Those of you who follow Indian politics know that this prime minister has been a little bold in things that he does, consequently become controversial in some ways. But he's very determined to do things. So he came to the program and then when he saw the devotees' faces, he saw they were so determined to do something great for the whole world. Because that is Lord Chaitanya's instruction. If you're born in Bharata Bhumi, then it is your service to travel the world and serve the people of the world so that they will become happy. Truly happy. There's a statement like that given by... Now of course Bharata Bhumi meant the whole planet... Because Bharat, the land of Bharat was the whole planet at one time. Now it's only India. By one time the whole planet was Bharat Varsha. So whoever is born on planet earth, the uh, instruction is the same. So he was saying, he became so encouraged, he was saying, he started chanting Hare Krishna loudly himself. You know, he himself started chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama, Hare, Hare. And you know he has this booming voice, right? And you know in India when they set up the microphone, they set it up for like 20,000 people, 50,000 people, you know, in the Maidan to listen, right? So the mic has to be really good mic, good quality mic, good quality speakers. So everybody can, he get a booming voice, he's chanting, repeatedly chanting the holy names, holy names, holy names like that. And then he says something very wonderful after he started chanting. He got a realization. He said, you know, in the history of India, the greatest person who ever existed was Srila Prabhupada. So, you know, we thought, oh my God, you know, because he actually does belong to many different uh, temples there, different organizations there. And they all influence him a lot because he's the prime minister, right? So everyone's wants to buy his influence so that their church, their uh, mandir, their masjid or whatever it might have can become greater, you know what I mean, like that. So it's not like he's not a member of ISKON. let's put it this way. He's not a member of ISKON. But again and again we've heard from leaders of different religious groups proclaiming either Prabhupada to be the greatest or Bhagavad Gita to be the greatest. In our own Bhagavad Gita, there's a gentleman whose name is Thomas Merton. Some of you may have heard of him. Very, very powerful Christian leader. Very powerful Christian leader. He says that the Bhagavad Gita is the greatest book on religion. He's a Christian. He says the greatest book on religion is Bhagavad compared to the Bhagavad Gita, all the other statements on God pale in comparison. He said, they're just hot air. I mean, for him to say something like that, that's a very powerful statement. The good thing about Bhagavad Gita and the good thing about Srila Prabhupada is that Bhagavad Gita is a book that is written for everybody's benefit. It is not written for Hare Krishnas. It's not written for ISKCON devotees. It is written for all living entities. And You may remember some of you who have heard this story, that one time, one of the persons who met him said to Prabhupada, Prabhupada looks like everybody loves you so much. How come everybody loves you so much? And his answer is, his answer was, because I love everybody. Love is reciprocal, right? First you give it and then you get it also. It's just natural. If somebody loves you a lot, you can't help yourself but to love that person too. It'll happen. In different ways, of course. Love means different things. But it'll happen like that. So, this religion of Krishna consciousness is described as love parading as a religion. It looks like it's a religion. But actually, it is an expression of love. And by the way, that is the definition of seva. The ultimate definition of seva in the Nirukti. The Nirukti is the most authorized dictionary. the Sanskrit. The Nirukti is of the. the top dictionaries of the English language. So similarly, in Sanskrit language, there is an undisputed dictionary that is considered the top dictionary. It's called the Nirukti. And in Nirukti, the highest definition of Seva is to every one of you, is the most important child of God. The most important child of Krishna. And nobody loves you more than Krishna. The whole creation, if it tries to love you, cannot equal one small iota, like the tip of one of the hairs of Krishna, can love you more than the whole creation can love you. And we all look for love, right? We all want love in our lives. It's the nature of life. The Vedas, which are considered the most powerful texts of Dharma, say the purpose of life is to love and be loved. The purpose of life is to be happiness, to be happy and to give happiness to others. The purpose of life is to serve and be served. And the purpose of life is to be devoted to God and to encourage others to become devoted to God. This is the next 50 years of ISKCON. This is the next 50 years of the Hare Krishna movement. In the first 50 years, we sort of built ourselves, strengthened ourselves, so that we can have temples, we can have devotees, we can have deities, we can have books, right? We can have kirtan, we can have prasadam, we can have schools, we can have farms, we can have hospitals. All this we did in the first 50 years. And more will happen. No doubt. We already have more than a thousand temples around the world. When Prabhupada left this planet, he left with 108 temples on this planet. And he told us, even if you don't expand, I'll be okay. But don't let it go down from 108 to 107, 106, 105. Don't let it go down. Maintain it at least 108. He would be so happy to know today we have more than 1,008 temples and that we are going now towards 10,008 and 100,008 and it's just going to keep going. Now the movement cannot be stopped because there are too many people. There are more than 200 million people now in this program. You can't stop a big crowd like that. You can stop small numbers of people. You can't stop large numbers of people like that. And so all of us who are here, this should be the message in our hearts. How can I serve someone else? How can I serve someone else so that they will also be happy? And happiness doesn't mean that they have to come to a Hare Krishna temple and shave up their heads and wear saris and become initiated devotees. Happiness starts with simple roti kaparayan and makan. Simple. That they have some food to eat. That they have some clothing to wear, they can sustain themselves. They have some type of a roof over their head, so they have a place to sleep. You see? Help them with their basic needs. It's necessary. We can see how many people in this world are suffering today, right? Without food. Without clothing. Without a place to stay, including in the city of Dallas. America is one of the richest countries in the world. There are people in America who are starving. There are people in America who don't have proper clothes to wear. There are people in America who have no place to sleep at night except the bridge or on some street. We are the devotees of Krishna. We belong to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Each and every one of them is a child of Krishna. How can we be happy? How can we be satisfied if we don't take care of them? Okay, so the first year, we grew up and became a one-year-old baby. But now, time has come to perform miracles. At age two, we should save the whole world. Now we should reach out and always have this mood that everyone is a child of Krishna. Everyone is beloved to Krishna. And even if they don't like us, just like sometimes our children don't like us too, right? Right? Because we are chastising them, correcting them. Sometimes they get angry at us, right? And they say you're the worst dad on the planet. You know, bad father. Why are you so angry at me? This, that and the other, right? But we don't say to those children, okay, you're no longer my child, get out of my house. You don't do that. You give them more love, right? You win them over with your love and your care. Similarly, we have to love people, win people over with our love and care. Even if they don't like us, so what? It's their state of mind. It's just their state of mind. They can change. How many of us probably didn't like the Hare Krishnas also? I'm included. A little over, around 40 years ago, I was thinking of bombing the temple, killing devotees. That's how much I hated the Hare Krishnas. And here I'm sitting and talking on behalf of the Hare Krishnas now. My friends are still scratching their head and thinking, what happened to this guy? You know? First, when I came to Hare Krishna, they thought he came to Hare Krishna as a Trojan horse. He'll come inside Hare Krishna and then try to destroy Hare Krishna from inside because he couldn't do it from the outside. But little did they know that Krishna is sitting in everyone's heart and inside the heart he made some little twist and I went from being, don't like Hare Krishna's, love the Hare Krishna's. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? This happens to everybody, so please don't ever think. If somebody says, we don't like Hare Krishna's, Just think of my example and think to yourself, oh, that's okay. He'll probably become a temple president one day. (laughs) He'll probably sit on the chair and say, love the Hare Krishnas, love Hare Krishna. It's up to Krishna. Krishna can give us Krishna consciousness. We can try for 50 million years. You cannot be Krishna conscious unless Krishna gives it to you. Because he says that anyone who asks anything, I give with my right hand. My left hand, I keep in the back. And in the left hand, I have me, he says. And that I give to my devotees only. My devotees get me. Everybody gets one gold sikka. But devotee gets the whole gold mine. Krishna is the whole gold mine. And everything we can ask from Krishna is like one small gold coin. So, I'm saying this because... The 50th year is very close. It's only 12 days away, 13 days away, we have our 50th anniversary. And that will mark the beginning point of a magical, magical year. Please know, you're all empowered. You might think, I just came to Hare Krishna for the first time. I don't care if you came for the first time or before the first time. <laughs> it makes no difference to me. You're here, you're hearing this message. Take this message to heart know that you are very important and that your purpose first purpose all of our first purpose is to think about others and think what can we do for others by the way even the best speakers in this world realize this now that if you work on yourself and you do the best so that you can become the best person you will be whatever success you create will be called 1x but if you serve others and you help others to become the best that they can be, you will have 100x, 1,000x, 10,000x. Your success will multiply many times over. We all want to be successful, right? We all want to be happy. And living entities doesn't mean just human beings. It also means the trees, the animals, the insects, the birds. So if you say Hare Krishna, all the animals and all the living entities that can hear, including the bugs on the floor, they all get the benefit that in their next life they can become a human. This is the power of Hare Krishna. The Maham that's called the Maha Mantra. Because it contains inside of it all mantras. That's why it's called the Maha Mantra. It is nam, Kalikalmashunashanam. Nata This sixteen worded mantra, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Rama Hare Hare. It is Shodashukanam. Kali Kalmashu nashnam in Kali Yuga, there'll be many problems, there'll be many miseries, there'll be many faults, or all of them will be completely destroyed. Nata and there is no higher process than this. Sarva Vedeshudishyate. All scriptures, whether they be Christian scriptures, Muslim scriptures, Hindu scriptures, Jain scriptures, uh, uh Jewish scriptures, Zoroastrian scriptures, Buddhist scriptures, name any scripture you want. All of them say that the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra is the most powerful. You might say, well, I don't think so. Yes, you think so. Please. Did you know that the leaders of all the movements in the world get together once in a while, the the religious movements? The top Hare Krishnas get together with the top Christians, the top Muslims, the top Jews, the top Buddhists, the top Zoroastrians, the top Jains, the top everyone. They get together once in a while and they talk to one another. Because they all want to be great, right? So they sort of compare notes and they talk. And in that symposium, they agreed, this is the Maha Mantra. They agreed that Bhagavad Gita is the top book. That Krishna is the top supreme personality of Godhead. They agree with that. By the way, they also agree that the Hare Krishna movement is the one that will last. The others will slowly wind down. Because in the Hare Krishna movement is contained Islam. Is contained Christianity is contained Buddhism all of them are within our scope because we believe there is only one God every one of us is a child of God and our purpose is to help one another as children to become truly happy in our lives to love God and to love God's creation and all chant feast and dance our way back to Godhead before Prabhupada came to the west nobody knew that the process was chanting, feasting and dancing. This is our process. To chant the holy names of the Lord. To dance in front of the deities in front of the Lord. And to feast as much as you like. What is offered to the Lord as bhoga and becomes prashadam. And Krishna gives a guarantee and today's verse that I was going to talk about is from that. So I'm going to start the verse. I'm sorry I spoke for so long before I started the verse. But the verse is from the Bhagavad Gita. And for those of you who have phones, you can turn it up. It's chapter 9, text number 31. Please repeat after me. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya OM NAMO BHAGVATE Vasudevaya DEVAYA OM NAMO BHAGVATE VASU DEVAYA OM GYANA TIMIRANTHASYA GYANA NJANA SHILAKAYA CAKSHARUN MILITAM YENATASME SHRI GURVE NAMAHA VANCAKAPA TURUBHASCHA KRIPASANDHUBYA IVACHA PATITANAM BAVNEBHYA VESHNA VEBHYA NAMO NAMAHA Nama Om vishnupadaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Shimate Matai Bhaktivedanta Swamini Tiramine Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pracharine Nervisheshi Shanyavadi Paschata Deshrutarine Jayasri Krishna Chaitanya Pravunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shiva Sari Gaur Bhaktivinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Srimad Bhagavad Gita Yatharupa Ki Jai. Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 9, Chapter 31. Please repeat, this is word for word. Chipram, Bhavati, Dharmatma, Shashvach, Shantim, nigacchati Konteya, Pratijanihi, Name, Name, Bhaktaha, Pranashyati. Pranashyati. Okay, I'm going go word for word. Chhipram. Chhipram. Very, soon. very soon, Bhavati, Bhavati. Becomes. becomes Dharma Atma, Dharma Atma. Righteous. Sashvat Shantam. 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 Shantam, yeah, sorry, Sashvat Shantim, Shashvat Lasting Peace. Nigacchati attains. Konteya, O son of Kunti. Pratijanihi, declare. Na, never. Me, my. Bhaktaha, devotee. Pranashyati, perishes. Translation, please repeat after me. He quickly becomes righteous. and attains lasting peace. peace. O son of Kunti, Kunti, declare it boldly boldly that my devotee devotee never perishes. perishes. So the whole sentence again. He quickly becomes righteous and attains lasting peace. O son of Kunti, declare it boldly that my devotee never perishes. Purport by his divine grace, Śrīla Prabhupāda ki jāi. This should not be misunderstood. In the 7th chapter, the Lord says that one who is engaged in mischievous activities cannot become a devotee of the Lord. One who is not a devotee of the Lord has no good qualifications whatsoever. The question remains then, how can a person engaged in abominable activities, either by accident or by intention, be a pure devotee? This question may justly be raised. The miscreants, as stated in the 7th chapter, who never come to devotional service of the Lord, have no good qualifications, as is stated in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Generally, a devotee who is engaged in the nine kinds of devotional service is engaged in the process of cleansing all material contamination from the heart. He puts the Supreme Personality of Godhead within the heart and all sinful contaminations are naturally washed away. Continuous thinking of the Supreme Lord makes him pure by nature. According to the Vedas, there is a certain regulation that if one falls down from his exalted position, he has to undergo certain ritualistic processes to purify himself. But here there is no such condition, because the purifying process is already there in the heart of the devotee, due to his remembering the Supreme Personality of Godhead constantly. Therefore, the chanting of Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, should be continued without stoppage. This will protect the devotee from all accidental fall-downs. He will thus remain perpetually free from all material contaminations Om Agyana Dinandasya Gyanam Janasharakaya Chakshurunmelitam Yaina Tasme Nama Om Vishnu Krishna Peethaya Bhutale Shimate Tamal Krishna Gov Niti Itihamine Hare Krishna is at 5:40 48 what's the time now 5:40 yeah Sorry I forgot my glasses and I generally can't read without the glasses, but the Lord allows me to read what He wants me to read. That's, right, so I can't, I can see the clock, but I can't tell if it's 48 or 40. It's a little big words, but I can't catch it. Anyway, it's fine. Alright. So, here in this verse, Krishna is saying, in our lives, we look for some certainty in our lives. We want things to be a little certain, right? We don't like things to happen in such a way, that there are difficulties and we're not able to achieve what we want to achieve in our lives. We want certainty in our lives. We want there to be consistency. We want things to actually happen. Like we're running a business. We want our business to be very profitable. When you're working in a job, we want our job to be successful so that we can get nicely paid. Right? Any activity we do, we are looking for success in that activity but there is no guarantee they say for every business that sets up 20% of the businesses fail in the first year 40 in the second 60 in the third 50 uh, 80 in the fourth and by the time they reach the fifth year 90% of them have failed this is why people don't like to do business because the failure rate is very high This is why people give up on so many things that they do in their lives. They give up because they don't have success. Here Krishna is promising, but if you become my devotee, I will guarantee that you will be successful. And Krishna's guarantee is perfect guarantee. You ca- Krishna is never fails. He cannot fail. He's called infallible. Infallible means he cannot fail. We are fallible. But Krishna is infallible. So he says, to Turpati Janihi, O son of Kunti, declare it boldly to the world. My devotee never perishes. My devotee never fails. My devotee will always succeed. Now we'll say, no, but I have seen devotees failing. I have seen devotees failing. Actually, that failure... Is not what the devotee is really looking for. What is the devotee looking for? The devotee is very ambitious, by the way. The devotee is very, very ambitious. What is the devotee looking for? Huh? he's looking for love. Yeah. For materialists, it doesn't mean very much, you know. What is he looking for? He's looking for everything. See, Hiranyakashipu owned the three worlds, right? We know that. The story of Lord Nasinghadev. Hiranyakashipu became so smart, so capable, he defeated the demigods, took over the demigod kingdoms, he had won all the earthly planets and all the hellish planets, he won them all, and he was the lord of every planet in the 14 planetary systems, in the three major planetary systems. There wasn't a place in creation that a point of a needle could sit that did not belong to Hiranigashipu. Now anybody would say, that is great success. They made his idol, and they put him on the altar, and worshipped him. They removed Vishnu, they removed Krishna, they put his idol. He changed the mantra, from Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, to Om Namo Namaha. Who is successful like that on this planet or any planet? Not even Indra is that successful. Nobody is that successful. Except for Brahma, nobody else is that successful. But what happened in the end? What happened in the end? He got squished like a bug between the fingernails of Lord Nrsinghadev. He squished him like a bug. You know how sometimes in India we used to see this before. The mother would part the hair of the kid and pull out the, we say the Jew, right? Right? That little insect that's crawling in the hair, you know? And squish it between her nails, you know? Lord Nisinghedev got squished like that between the nails of Lord Nisinghedev. Now, do you know the height of Hiranika Shipu at that time? Or do you know how big Lord Nisinghedev was at that time? he was more than five miles tall. A person that tall? He became that tall. He had the power to do that. And Lord Jesus there became so big that between his nails, he could squish a five-mile big person like a bug. So he didn't succeed, did he? He failed. What does the devotee want? The devotee wants everything and everything. And the only way you get everything is if you have Krishna. Because Krishna is Sarva Karana Karanam. He is the cause of all causes. Everything belongs to Krishna. Sarva Loka Maheshwaram, he says. Bhokta Ram jagyatapasam. Sarva Loka Maheshwaram. Anything that anybody can enjoy, Krishna says, is mine. Bhokta, I am the Bhokta. Jagya, any jagya anybody, any activity anybody can do and whatever result you get already belongs to Krishna. Bhoktaram, jagya, tapasam. Any hard work you do, any effort you make to create any result already belongs to Krishna. Bhoktaram, jagya, tapasam. Sarvaloka, meshwaram. There is no place in creation that does not belong to Krishna. So you get Krishna and you get everyone, everything, and everything is yours. How powerful is that? And Krishna is promising on top of that, my devotee will never fail. He's giving you a guarantee of success. So it is not very smart for us not to become devotees of Krishna. It's a foolish decision. A smart decision is become devotee. Now what does it mean to become devotee? It means that one loves Krishna and loves Krishna's creation. You see, that's all it is. All you have to say to Krishna, Prabhupada gave a formula. Very simple formula, okay? Now, that doesn't mean I'm telling you not to chant Hare Krishna. Please chant Hare Krishna. Please read Prabhupada's books. Please offer your food to Krishna and eat. Please preach Krishna consciousness. Please distribute the books. Please dance in front of Krishna. Please have discipline in your lives. Follow the regulated principles. I'm not discounting any of these. But Srila Prabhupada said, you should come and stand in front of Kalachanji and say to Kalachanji, I am yours, and you are mine. That's not a very difficult formula. That's not a very difficult proposition. And you don't even have to say it with your mouth, just say it in your mind. Oh Krishna, I am yours, and you are mine. Then Krishna will say, okay, I'll take over from here. And if you do any nonsense, then Krishna is going to give you a rough time but there's another person who doesn't give you a rough time and if you turn to that person that person will help you a lot and that is Radharani Radharani is Krishna's compassionate nature but Radharani also has some limits she can't do just anything and everything she also has some limits but there's yet another person who has practically no limits and that is Goranga. so Gauranga go. Goranga, Goranga, Goranga. This person is amazing, amazing person. For him, it's okay. I know you've fallen. I know you can't do it. But I am here with you. You just make some effort, little effort. You might remember in my class I was saying someone who's going to buy twenty thousand acres land and do that. Here he is. This is the devotee. Just walked in. Krishna made the arrangement. He walked in so I can have some evidence. You can talk to him; he'll tell you. Don't have to believe any word I say. Anything I say, you can go outside and prove it, and it'll be proved to be true. I do not say anything that Kala Chanji does not want me to say. I will only say what Kala Chanji wants. I'm his dog. This is my dog collar. So, now, Lord Chaitanya also has some rules. (laughs) Do not offend devotees, he says. Do not offend devotees. Other than that, he's okay. He'll take care of everything. But do not offend devotees. But there's one more person who is even more liberal than he is. And that is Lord Nityananda. Lord Nityananda says, if you just say, Nitai. Once Nitai, 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 Nitai He says Nitai once, he says, "I will become your servant. He's God, he's the supreme personality of Godhead. He's Lord Balaram, the brother of Krishna, the brother of Lord Goranga. but he says, "I will become your servant and I'll take care of you fully. Don't worry, just do whatever you like. I'll take care of you." So these two brothers, Goranitai are very, very merciful. Always be with them. Prabhupada said, they are the good luck deities. Krishna Balarama are also two brothers. They are the good luck brothers. They're, anything you do, just pray to them, my dear Krishna Balaram, my dear Gauranitai, and ask whatever you want to ask. and They will take care. They will take care. This is Krishna's promise in the Bhagavad Gita. So if we have this level of of understanding then whatever happens even if we die nothing will go wrong only the best will happen best results will come in this life and in the next life and if we don't do this bad results come in this life and in the next life why we want that why do we want bad results we want good results we want great results these devotees like this devotee sitting here like I said came to America with nothing Nothing. Today he has reputation. He has anything and everything he wants, he has it. And he's confident. I can do it. Because he accepted Krishna in his heart. Because he accepted Radharani in his heart. He accepted Goranga in his heart. He accepted Lord Nityananda in his heart. Jagannath, Baladev, Subhadra. And they are the deities on the altar. You can see them there. All of these are ready to bless us unlimitedly. And we can do unlimited number of things. So don't let our minds hold us back and say, but I am a failure. I never succeeded in my life. Why will I succeed? That is our false ego. In amongst the speakers of this world, they call it the imposter. Uh what do they call it? The imposter something. Uh syndrome. The imposter syndrome. Yeah. You see. Understand who we are. We are servants of God. Jivera Nityara Krishna Das. We're all servants of Krishna. We are Krishna's children. Krishna says that. Aham I am the seed-giving father of all living entities. And he says, he is our greatest beloved. He loves us the most. Suhidam You see what I'm saying? And then, just because some of us are so weak, we will not accept Krishna's words. He says one more thing. He says, uh, um, what is the statement where he says that everyone is my part and parcel? Uh, what is that verse in Bhagavad Gita Krishna says that everyone is my part and parcel? Mamevamsa ah, jiva loka jiva sanatana. Mamevamsa jiva loka means that. Everyone is part of my estate. You know a rich man or a rich woman has a big estate, right? They have a lot of money, they have a lot of property, they have a lot of businesses, they have so many things that generations and generations and generations following can live without earning any money. Can live happily ever after, like they say in Esop's fables, right? And they lived happily ever after. Doesn't happen, but anyway, that's the story. But the point is, in a rich man's estate, all of the children benefit so much from that estate. So Krishna says, you are part of my estate. Whatever belongs to me is yours. Mamei vancha jiva loka. Jiva Bhuta sanatana for all time. You will have everything you want. Everything that is mine is yours. How great is that, right? We're all looking for rich people who can serve nicely so we can get a little bit of money from that person. You know, here Krishna is giving himself, his whole estate to us. So knowing all of this, now for the next fifty years, we must change our stance. We were looking after ourselves and I didn't complain so much when I saw devotees doing things in a way that wasn't really taking care of everybody outside. I didn't do that because I wanted to encourage the devotees to remain devotees, not become discouraged, not to feel I'm chastising them too much, this, that and the other. But the next 50 years is different. I am going to chastise. I'm going to get a little bold and say to everyone, please look after everybody. And if you're not, I'm going to pull you up a little bit and say, why you're not doing that? Why you're not doing that? Of course, I'm not going to be here for 50 more years. I have no intention to be here for another 50 more years. When I got COVID, I was praying to Kalachanji, please take me, please take me. But somehow the they left me behind. Some service had to be done. I'll be there for a few more years, but the point is that I'll be pushing. And please don't mind if I push you. How are we taking care of others? Are we really, really taking care of others? We must take care of others. This is our business, because that is Krishna's business. Our business is to serve Krishna. Krishna's business is to give us shelter. I call it the kiss formula. K is Krishna. I is me. Each and everyone is an I. And then an arrow goes towards Krishna from the devotee to Krishna, where the devotee is serving Krishna. And an arrow comes from Krishna to the devotee, and Krishna is giving shelter. K-I-S-S. Krishna, I, service, shelter. Kiss. People like to kiss in this world, right? Let's kiss the whole world. Let's kiss the whole world by serving and availing everybody of Krishna's shelter. Did you know when Kalachanji was brought to Dallas, the question was asked, why Dallas? Dallas wasn't the most important city. Even now, it be considered, it is, by the way, the most important radio communication city of the world. Did you know that? Dallas is the capital of radio, radio uh, communications. Now, of the whole world. All the top companies in radio communications are now headquartered in Dallas. The Dallas area. Of course, we're talking about DFW. The point is, but at that time, the only thing we were famous for is that we had murdered the Prime Minister, the President of the United States of America, John F. Kennedy. That's what we were famous for. And we had a TV serial called J.R. Or Dallas, something like that. It was called Dallas, right? TV serial, I think it's called Dallas. There's a character in there called J.R., the famous character. Right? We weren't famous for anything else. New York was famous. San Francisco was famous. Los Angeles was famous. Chicago was famous. Even Houston was more famous in Texas. But Prabhupada brought him to Dallas. Why to Dallas? He said, because I want to protect the children of the world, he said. I want Dallas to be the seat of learning from which education will go all over the world that will save all the children in the world. So one of the Madhiji's, very intelligent Madhiji, she asked him a question, and how old these children will be? And she said, Prabhupada's answer was, I am also a child of Krishna. And he was 80 years old at that time. So to protect everyone in the whole world, Karl Chanji has come to Dallas. To give the blessing. Please accept his shelter. Take this blessing and give it to everybody. We are the servants of the servants of the servants. Gopir Bhartu Padakamalayor Das Das Anudasa Our purpose is to carry this message, to carry this service to everyone that we can. Understand that when you serve the child, the parents become happier. How many of you are parents? Hands up. Great. You know, if someone does something very nice for your child, how happy it makes you, right? How nice you feel about that person, that that person did something for my child. We're all children of Krishna. If we do anything for a child of Krishna... Krishna becomes most happy. And he says, nothing makes me happier than when my children are happy. And right now, there are too many unhappy children in this world. And until there is one unhappy child left, our job is not done. We haven't finished our service. So let's take this mood up. Let's start now, even before the 50th anniversary has happened. But from the 50th anniversary... Please let this be our motto. That I am here to serve. I am here to serve. Please tell me how I may serve you. Please tell me how I may serve you. And we'll find ways. Even if we don't have a way, we'll find a way. Because we've got lots of followers. Somebody has something. Whatever we need, somebody has. If we don't have it, we'll make it happen. Everything will be there for us and then we'll do wonderful service. This way, the children will be happy and then we will all chant, feast and dance our way back to Godhead. Back to Goloka. Hare Krishna. Krishna. Now I'm going to ask if any of you'd like to ask something or say something. I made a lot of bold statements. A lot of statements that can be very controversial. And you can put me to the test. I'm very happy to answer questions. Yes, you want to speak up a little loud? What is your name, by the way? My name is Gopal. Gopal! Okay, nice. You got the best name on the planet. Alright? Yes. Okay. Right. Right. Yes. He guarantees that. His question was, if Nitai, Lord Dyananda, is your servant, if you just say his name, will he be everybody's servant? Yes. The spiritual master is the servant of everyone. The guru is the servant of everyone. Our formula is not to become lord. Our formula is to become the servant of the servants of the servants of the servants, and who's going to be last? Everybody run to the end. Because whoever's at the last has the combined mercy of everyone before him or her. So in our game, everybody tries to run to the back of the line, not to the front of the line. Because then you get everything everybody else has. So Lord Nityan is always smart, right? He wants to have everything. So he runs to the back and says, I'll take care of everybody. But he has the capacity. We don't have so much capacity. But let's do as many as we can. Very nice question. Next question. Yes. Nice. If he is greater than us, he is God, by the way. Krishna, uh, Lord Nityananda is God. It is said, Krishna is inside Lord Nityananda's body. This is a statement made in scripture. That Krishna is inside Lord Nityananda's body. And what part of his body is Krishna? His heart. Therefore, Lord Gauranga is his heart. Therefore, Lord Gauranga's name is Nityananda Pran. That's Lord Goranga's name, not Lord Nityananda's name. Lord Goranga's name is Nityananda Pran. Because Nityananda's Pran is Gauranga. So Goranga is Krishna. And he's inside Nityananda's heart. Now he is the original Supreme Personality of Godhead himself, Lord Nityananda. So how can he be our servant? Remember what we said was the definition of servant? One who expresses love. Can anybody express love more than God? No. So there is no more powerful servant than God himself. This is why Lord Balaram prefers to be known as a servant of Krishna not the elder brother of Krishna. He is the elder brother. Do you know that Lord Krishna massages Lord Balaram's feet? But Lord Balaram becomes very embarrassed and he will run away. He wants to massage Krishna's feet. He's happier massaging Krishna's feet than when Krishna massages his feet. And everybody wants to become happier, happiest, right? Happy, happier, happiest. The happiest is the one who's serving the most is the happiest. Very nice question. Next question. Well, he's got a lot of questions. This is Gopal, you see. Gopal is very smart. <laughs> he only thought of this question. Okay, that's okay, that's all right. You're qualified. What's happening? (laughs) Oh, want to be equal to them? Oh, wow, that's a nice question. So the idea is when you want to be equal to somebody, it means you envy them. We don't ever want to be equal to anybody because let anybody be themselves, right? For example, I don't want to be equal to you because you're a great person and if i think i want to be equal to you that means i'm thinking i'm also a great person right that's envy of you because you're such a nice person doesn't mean i have the uh, uh the the privilege to be a nice person too i can't i can't say to myself i'm great because you're great you get the idea so the idea of equality should never be looked at the idea should be that we are always servants of others okay and our only competition is to become better and better in our service so, yes, Krishna is inside of us and outside of us. He's on both sides. Actually, the whole creation, if you take the whole creation and you take the body of Krishna, it's like one small dot in the body of Krishna. Are the rest of the whole creation. And the whole creation includes all of us all in it. That's how big Krishna is. So he's the biggest of the big. And he's also the smallest of the small. He goes inside an atom. You know, an atom is very small, right? And he goes inside an atom, He becomes so small, it is said, he can take a five mile walk in one direction inside that atom. That's how small he becomes. Oh my God, how can you even imagine that, right? What that is. So Krishna is a very amazing person. He can do anything and everything. So let's make him our best friend. Right? He says that, I am your best friend. All we have to say is, yes Krishna, I'm your best friend too. We are both best friends. And we are inseparable. Nobody can put a straw between us. There's no daylight between me and my Krishna. You and your Krishna. Every one of us has our own Krishna. Did you know that? That is also true. Every one of us has our own Krishna. So Gopal has his own Krishna too. His name is Gopal Krishna. (laughs) You see? Nice, huh? This is really great. Very good. Thank you very much. Wonderful questions. I know all of you have questions. Some of you are shy to ask. You might think, well, somebody will think I'm not very smart if I ask this question. But that's okay. Don't be shy. Ask questions uh, so that you get the answers and you feel more confident in your love for Krishna and more importantly, Krishna's love for you. Okay, so now it's 6.15 and is it 6.15 now? Ah, this time I saw it. <laughs> yes, somebody has a question there? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, yes, wonderful, yes. What is your name? So everybody knows. Vivan, yes. So, Vivan? Why does Krishna say what? Oh, why did it say serve us, serve Krishna? Or serve others? Oh, why does Krishna serve us? Because he loves us. Service means to love, to express love. He loves us a lot. Just like your parents love you, right? So Krishna is the greatest parent. So, you know, it's natural for parents to love their children, right? So Krishna loves his children. We're all his children. And also it's natural for a beloved to love the lover, the lover to love the beloved. So Krishna is the lover and we're the beloved. So he loves us. Just naturally. Okay? He's a great person. Alright, another one has his hands up. No, he's just putting his hand up. Okay. Alright, wonderful. Thank you all very much. All glories to the lotus feet of Srila Prabhupada. Jai. Vanchakapa turbischa kripasandhu bhyevacha. Patitanam pavanebhya. Vaishnavibhya. Namoanam. Anantikoti Vaishnava brindaki jai. Srimad Bhagavad Gita tha ki jai. Alright, so please repeat after me. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. Krishna, Krishna. Hare Hare, Hare, Hare. Hare, Rama. Hare, Rama. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Rama. Rama Rama. Rama Rama. Hare, Hare. Hare, Hare. Yeah, I'll do that later, okay? After the announcements, okay? Nice. So on behalf of you, sir. So, um, on behalf of our presiding deity, Shri Radha Kalachanji, and all of the deities on the altar, and all of our devotees. By the way, you can remain seated. You don't have to stand up. I stood up. I'm sorry I make you all stand up like this. You stay seated. We're going to be seated for another 15 minutes, and then we'll stand up and we'll do kirtan, okay? Um, So, um, on behalf of all of our deities and our devotees, I'd like to extend to all of you a hearty, uh, welcome to today's Sunday Love Feast program. Um, today's feast has been cooked by a wonderful family, a uh, wonderful team of devotees headed by Sarvajaya Madhava Prabhu. Let's give them a very big hand. Yes, Madhava Prabhu is also in that group. Yes, Madhava Prabhu, Sarvajaya Madhava Prabhu. Uh, everybody in the Bhakti Viksha of that group Uh just totally, totally wonderful Bhakti wonderful devotees who are leading that program. So many people have benefited from that. Bhakti Viksha means a place where people speak about Krishna and do a program for the glorification of Krishna and Krishna's devotees. So we have many, we have a number of Bhakti Vikshas in the DFW Metroplex and the one that uh, Madhav Prabhu and, uh, and, uh, uh, Sarvajay Madhav is one of the premier Bhakti Vikshas we have. We thank you very much for working so hard to build this program and giving so many people so much happiness in their lives. Thank you so very much. And then today the feast has been, uh, donated by two wonderful families. The first of, uh, Renuka Gupta. Is that family here? Renuka, of course, yeah. Thank you very much. I always remember you as this Renuka. The Gupta part I didn't know as much. But anyway, uh, this is for her husband, Abhinav Gupta's birthday. So let's give them a big hand. We all wish you a very happy birthday. May our deities and devotees bless you unlimitedly with all success and happiness in your lives and the lives of all of your loved ones. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. And then the second is of Vijaya Brinda. Uh, Brijay Brindarani Maharaji. Ma, Ma is she here? I don't see her. Oh, yeah, the family is here. Oh, yeah, the children here, the husband, the great husband, the great daughter and the great son are here. Thank you so very much. And, they, and she's doing it because recently her mother left her body. And, and this is for mother's uh, death anniversary that she's actually doing that, right? So let's give them a big hand as well. And we, we pray that, uh, that Madhuji and all of her loved ones will have every success and happiness in their lives. She's moved on, she's moved on to a better place. It is said, when a person becomes a devotee, then a minimum of, uh, uh, 21 generations benefit as a result. And of course, the mother, uh, is such an important person, right? It is the mother who brings us into this world. Uh, and so when a person becomes a devotee, both the mother and the father benefit so much. And not only the mother and father, but their mothers and fathers and their mothers and fathers going back 10 generations. And then the mothers and fathers who are coming from the children that you're having, uh, 10 generations also get the benefit. So it's a really, really big benefit for just one person to become a devotee like that. All right, so I'd like to first thank all of the wonderful devotees and all of the volunteers who helped during Janmashtami this year on Friday and on Saturday to actually bring on the show and all the days and weeks and months ahead that they were planning and preparing to bring forth this wonderful, wonderful uh, program that we did. The festivals were just amazingly, amazingly wonderful. I'd like to thank all of them. Let's please give them all a very big hand. Okay, and then I also like to look forward to this coming Saturday, when for the first time we'll be also doing a Janmashtami program in north, in the north, in the Frisco area, and you'll see a sign come up uh, on the board every so often which says uh, Janmashtami. It says 50 on it, and you'll see Mother Yashoda holding Krishna on his on her lap, and that has some details on it. But we have here, Rasa Shekhar Prabhu is here. Uh, yeah, please stand up, Rasa Shekhar. So this is Rasa Shekhar Prabhu. He's leading the program there. Please, uh, let's please give him a big hand first. And you can talk to him and ask him, and do you have flyers and things like that here? Your you Are the posters out or no? Okay, the poster's out. So you look up the posters, ask him personally. Well, actually, any one of the devotees, a lot of the devotees know about this program. But this program is going to start at what time on the at 5 p.m. and what place is it? It's, uh, Collins, Collins. 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 Yeah. Okay, the Frisco campus of the of Collin County College. Collin County College. The Collin County College Frisco uh uh center. The Frisco campus. Okay. And what's the street address there? Uh, 9700 Wade. Wade Boulevard. Okay. Just giving you an idea. But you can look it up. Uh, the Collin County uh, uh, Center so that uh, that's where it's happening. Anyway, if you're not on our WhatsApp groups or uh, Telegram like that, please join us. Just give us your names. We'll add your names in so that you can get information like this all the time where we're holding our programs. And you can join us for those programs. Okay? So uh, thank you very much and Anything else you'd like me to say about that room? Okay, so you're on Facebook uh, under the name Radha Kalachanji or the temple's Facebook page. Okay, Radhakalachanji. of course our temple is our own Facebook page. Come on our Facebook page and you'll see it. And of course, we have a website as well called RadhaKalachanji.org so you can come on our website as well. Okay, thank you very much. And please come and join us uh, there for that program. It's going to be a wonderful program. And then, this week also, we have a wonderful devotee who's coming. His name is Kalakantha Prabhu. Kalakantha Prabhu Ki Jai. He's a wonderful spiritual master and a very senior disciple of His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. So, he's also arriving on the 24th. Uh, today's 21st, so three days from now. And, uh, he'll be spending time with us for about five days. And so there'll be lots of programs going on and you can come for that for those programs as well. Um, Yesterday, uh, what happened is we have a very wonderful program on Saturdays called the Darshan Room Program. You'll see that right now on the board, actually, Darshan Room. And uh, so he has this very great affinity for reaching out to new people and bringing them onto the path of Krishna consciousness in a very, very wonderful way. So when he heard this program was happening, he asked if uh, we didn't mind him attending that program, that program happens to a little coincide with the program at, uh, uh, in, uh, in Frisco. So you have me now as the only speaker <laughs> in that Frisco program, just letting you know that just happened recently. So yeah, it's okay. I mean, you know, we'll take care of it nicely. And, but he wants to spend some considerable time with some people. So this is an opportunity and he'll be gone from Dallas. So anyway, his blessings are there with us. And, uh, I'll certainly carry his message as well when I speak myself. Okay? All right. Wonderful. And then uh, the next big festival, like I said, is Sri Radha Astami. Radha Astami Mahatsava ma- Ki Jai. And at that time also, we'll be celebrating the installation of Sri Sri Radha Kalachanji. Sri Sri Radha Kalachanji installation program Ki Jai. So that's a three-day program. It starts on Saturday with Radha Astami amazing festival please don't miss it it's a morning program it goes all the way from 4.30 in the morning till about 2 o'clock in the afternoon amazing amazing program join us for that there'll be an Abhishek happening at that day there'll be a flower Abhishek we'll be showering the deities with rose petals from 50,000 roses they'll be completely submerged in rose petals it's amazing all those rose petals come onto to us and it's just completely amazing what happens that day then on Saturday there'll be a boat festival we'll be creating a lake in the park We've taken Brother Govind out on a on a boat ride, and then after they've come off the boat ride, everybody can jump in and have a nice bath in the lake. Okay, so take advantage of that as well. Today it's right hot right now, right? So people like having a bath in the lake. So wear something that brings something, so you can have a second set or something that you can put on. And then the next day also, uh, because it's the 50th, and some very special guests are coming, including the devotee. Who actually got Kalachanji. She is, her name is, uh, uh, Srimati Mataji. So she actually, she'll be coming and speaking to us about how she obtained Kalachanji and then put him in a crate in, uh, in uh, Mumbai, Mumbai, and then had him shipped over to uh, Boston Harbor, came to Dallas through Boston, like that. So that's a, uh, going to be an amazing, amazing festival. And then after that is another program called Bhadrapurnima. Where anybody who distributes a set of bhagatams on that day, Krishna guarantees that they will go back to Godhead. So this is an amazing program. We'll roll that out at the right time as well, so you can take advantage of that program as well. Okay. So now I'm going to ask if any of you have come for the first time, so we want recognize you. First timers on this side of the temple.